sir, as we begin Take 10, we think of what's real and what's not. What's normal, near normal, future normal. Are we living in a world in which, well, Carol Zerniel, you put it best, are there two worlds in which we're navigating now? Right. So I've been thinking and, and listening about these these different realities that we have, right? So with social media and the different news stations, the different states, we're, we're all at, in living a different reality. We have a lot of COVID. We don't have that much. You know, everything's good. Everything's bad. This is the way politics is going. No, it's another way politics is going. So it's possible for us to have these different realities where we have a totally a total disconnect with others that we're interacting with or with the world around us. So, Jamie, this is my question. How do we, like, for example, you live in Florida. Florida is 100% open. There's no pandemic anymore, apparently, uh, because the numbers are so good. And so we're done. Um, And we're kind of done in Texas, too. But there are other places who still feel the pandemic is, is probably a problem, and there are people within Texas and Florida and other communities that think it's a problem. How do we na- navigate these multiple realities and all this disagreement on what's really going on? Mikkel, now you've really entered the psychological world. I really wish we could stay in this medical world of science. Because if we looked at the medical world and science, we would know that, what, 90 95% of the people still have yet to be diagnosed or hit with COVID. So we already know the infinite universe that exists out there. But when I say you've entered the psychological world, you've entered the world, and it was Freud first coined it, but it's so real, of cognitive dissonance. Now, cognitive dissonance is literally, how do I say it? It's a mental discomfort when you get into the struggle. Struggle in your mind to wrap your brain around two conflicting ideas, okay? It places all your values, all your actions, totally at odds. It makes you mentally and anxiety-wise insane. And to bridge the gap between the cognitive dissonance, this gap that I know that I have these two things going on in my mind, requires us literally to get a reality check. It, It requires us really to be humble enough to get somebody who we trust, whose oar is in, rudder is in the water here, whose oar is in the water, who we know is grounded and authentic, to be able to, to tell us because we are being thrown curveballs from every direction, from the political direction uh, here in Florida. Obviously, we're being told to do things that's flying in the face of the medical direction. But we are really in a fearful, anxious place struggling over these ideas. We call it cognitive dissonance, but it's an incredibly difficult place for anybody to be. And I think we're forcing it on our entire country. Well, I think you've accurately reflected where I begin to feel a little schizophrenic, multiple personality. Um, But so we're living in it. How do I how do I calm that the, you know, the arguing with myself that this is real, this isn't real? Right. And that's something we talk about often sometimes, you know, even at WellMed. What is perception? What is truth? Right. So everything you have to understand is our is a perception. That's why wars are created. That's why fights occur. Is that we're all looking at the same thing, and we have our different bodies of experience that we bring into that same thing. And so we get into these arguments. Well, it's not really about what we see, but how we were raised. So civil rights. I was raised in the deep south. I'm going to see it differently than somebody that was in in you know New York or or, or Massachusetts. So how do you get to truth? Well, I think you get to truth through knowing your values. 
to knowing your gut, to living a value integrity based life, to trusting only the things that you have trusted that has created what we think and call an authentic life, not being caught up in this tornado of somebody else's or some other group's world of perceptions. Well, it's interesting because you do see some groups who are operating, as Carol said earlier, as if there's no problem at all. Uh, take a look at the bikers who, uh, you know, went to that huge conclave of bikers from around the country. No masks, no worries, no social distancing. Uh, take a look at folks going to the uh, rallies for the president who, again, no social distancing. Are they simply living in another reality or are they just dismissing it as it won't hit me? Well, actually, I hate to use this word, but you've heard it probably a lot on TV shows. I think we're all being gaslit. Now, gaslighting is like a, a, a really nice way of saying almost a brainwashing technique where you have this intermittent reinforcement. I don't need to get into the clinical mumbo-jumbo of it. But it's basically believing something that literally because, let's say, you think somebody knows more than you, or maybe they have degrees, or maybe they're in a very powerful position, in, in, which is, of course, what's happening in our federal government, you believe they know more than you, and you don't have necessarily the worth or value to show up and say, no, I'm right. I'm going to intervene here. I know what the gig is. So we tend to then assume that that person of power, these power relationships we're always talking about in the clinical world, is, is real. So we start listening to them, or we start listening to the dogma. We listen to what fits our map of the world. Listen, it's tougher for us, tougher for us to, do, to go where no person has gone before, which is our authentic path and the belief in it. That's the default to what we're hearing and seeing in the newspapers and stuff. And we default, it's easy. We don't have to do much. It really takes a lot to, to go the authentic path. And I think that's what will lead us out of this, quote-unquote, cognitive dissonance and anxiety. He's Dr. Jamie Heisman. I'm Ron Aaron. Carol Zerniel is with us. She'll be with us in just a second. I jumped right in just to let folks know they're listening to Take 10. So, Jamie, as you were talking, I had this mental flashback, and I know... You and I are old enough to remember Gilligan's Island, and there was an episode where they did the musical version of Hamlet, and there was one song in there where they sang, To Thine Own Self Be True. So what I'm hearing you say is the way that we cut through some of this is to stay true to our belief system, to know what we know, um, and those people who are, are, are like us that we trust uh, and, and at least use that as sort of a foundation to stand on. You put your finger right on it, Carol. In fact, you have to surround yourself with those people, those people who you know are grounded, those people who are affirming to you, those people who support you in the worst of times that understand you. And so when you surround yourself with that, that can break through the cognitive dissonance, that can reinforce the value. I always say to people, I said, if you, you want to be, live in the perception, live in it. But if you really want to know the truth, go with your gut and surround yourself with people who literally reinforce that gut. Makes sense to me. Yeah, no, I think that was I think that was really helpful because, you know, that's what we're not hearing. And, and, and you know, and all of us, as we are socially distanced and somewhat isolated, especially caregivers, sometimes we're not hearing that. And we begin to doubt ourselves and swirl and we get caught up in those different realities. Exactly. Gaslighting can only work when you're 
split off just the way we are now and with COVID, just like you said, Carol, when you're isolated, you're easier to be picked off. That's why it's critical right now to really surround ourselves with clear, uh, clear-headed people with deep values who, over the years, we have trusted, not necessarily a dream that's been brought to us by somebody else and, and then believe a dream. I remember Jonestown. You remember Gilligan's Island. I think we're both on the same page. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think I like my, my – I remember Jonestown, too. But I'm going to stick with Gilligan's Island. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I agree with you. Stick with Gilligan's Island. But don't ever forget Jonestown, and don't ever forget Exactly. So what is exactly. it, Dr. Exactly. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Dr. Jamie, mm-hmm. what is it we are supposed to think when we hear someone in power say, listen only to me, don't listen to the media, I know more than the generals, I know more than the doctors. I've got this covered. What are we to think? Nobody wants to hear this, but I'm going to say it. Listen, we heard that in our childhood. God love our parents, right? There was never a book that taught somebody how to parent. But what you described is there is our parents learned telling us. Question authority. We couldn't do it as kids, but we can do it now as adults. We have to be able to question authority, show up in our lives where we couldn't as a child, and now literally show up in our lives as adults. And so I tell you that because literally I think we're going through what I call childhood PTSD, which is rekindles our childhood piece and our parent piece. We don't have to. Go find a good therapist, sit in a safe room, and reflect with Bingo. that uh, therapist all this. You get the last word, Dr. Jamie Heisman. Thank you for putting the capper on that. I'm Ron Aaron along with Carol Zerniel. Thanks for listening to Take 10, and we will talk with you soon. 